Fiat justitia ruat celem. Let justice be done, though the heavens may fall. That's what the Constitutional Court held today in the case between the State Capture Commission and former President Zuma. Let's get started. The Ciso Mbofu Welsh Experience Podcast. Spread the fire fam. Welcome back to SMWX. If you're new around here, my name is Dr. Ciso Mbofu Walsh. And on this channel, SMWX, the Ciso Mbofu Walsh Experience, we explore South African politics through interviews and analysis. And goodness me, today we had a groundbreaking judgment from the Constitutional Court that is said to send shockwaves across South Africa's legal and political landscapes. It feels like living in this time um, in South Africa is just one wild ride after another. Like Professor Ashil Mbembe says, we are saturated with reality in this country. And today, what I want to do is break down in four parts what you need to know about this judgment. Now, just by way of preface, let me say that I'm recording this very soon after just listening to the majority judgment. So I'm going to exclude the minority judgment here. But since the majority judgment is the one that has its effect, I thought it would be really important to give you a sense of what it's saying. So I just want to explain for you and break it down for you in case you're confused about what's happening, what the court said. And then at the end, I'll speak about some of the implications that need to be thought about, which I'm not going to analyze in this video. But if you want me to do more videos as time unfolds, let me know in the comments below. And I can do more videos analyzing what this could mean, looking at the minority judgment, etc. So what I'll do in this video is I'm going to take you through in three parts what the court had to decide and in the last and fourth part what the implications will be. So the first thing that the court had to decide is did the constitutional court have jurisdiction? I'll explain what this means. The second thing is did former President Zuma commit the crime of contempt of court? And third, what should the appropriate punishment be? Then fourth in this video, we'll look at some of the implications. So let's get into it. The Caesar Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. Okay, so what was the court asked to do? We know by way of background, and look at some of my other videos for more detail on the background, but basically, former President Zuma was invited to come to the State Capture Commission. He declined to come. The State Capture Commission went to the Constitutional Court to say he has to come, and he still, that's former President Zuma, didn't come to the State Capture Commission, after which the State Capture Commission said, this is a contempt of a Constitutional Court order because the Constitutional Court ordered former President Zuma to go to the State Capture Commission. We believe this is a crime and we want former President Zuma to be held in contempt, not of the State Capture Commission, but of the Constitutional Court, which ordered former President Zuma to go to the State Capture Commission. Now, what happened in that case, which was the case, the second case before the Constitutional Court, the one about contempt, where the former President Zuma 
thumbed his nose at the State Capture uh, Commission and thereby the Constitutional Court order. What happened at that case was that three things had to be determined, as I say, and the first of those is, does the Constitutional Court have jurisdiction to hear this matter? What does that mean in simple terms? Is the Constitutional Court competent to hear this question? And that was a vexed legal question, actually, because according to some analysts, just because former President Zuma defied the Constitutional Court's order, that doesn't necessarily mean that the contempt case should be heard in the Constitutional Court. It could be heard in one of the lower courts. So effectively, the Constitutional Court had to decide first before anything could happen whether it had the power or it was the right court to hear this case. And in today's judgment, to cut a long story short, the Constitutional Court said, yes, we are the right court, or at the very least, we are competent. We are at least one of the courts. And in fact, the Constitutional Court said we are the appropriate court to hear this. So the idea that the Constitutional Court wasn't competent, which was a preliminary but a very important matter, was settled today, and the majority judgment said the Constitutional Court could hear this matter. So that leads us on to the next parts of this video as we decode what this judgment said to explain whether the court thought Zuma was in contempt and what its punishment was. The Cizwe Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. So let's look at the second thing the court had to decide. It had to decide first whether it had jurisdiction or was competent to hear this matter. It agreed. Secondly, the court then had to determine the merits um, or whether, in fact, in a nutshell, former President Zuma was in contempt and was guilty of the crime of contempt. Now, counsel for the applicants in this case, the State Capture Commission in this case, the party that was bringing the matter to court, um, argued, and this was confirmed, that effectively contempt of court has two dimensions. So you can be contemptuous of a court in two ways. One is that you scandalize a court. This means you issue public statements which undermine the credibility and the legitimacy of the court or in fact the judicial system in such a way and in such a grievous way that you actually damage its credibility and its moral standing. So you can scandalize the court. That's one way you can uh, be in contempt. The other way you can be in contempt, and this was the uh, reasonable, this was the relevant form of contempt, although they argued there were elements of the first one, is that you defy a court order. What does that mean? A court says do X and you do not do X. A court says you must comply with such and such order by such and such a time often. You do not comply with that order in such and such time. So effectively, the second form of contempt is defying a court order. And really here, I think most legal analysts have agreed that the second form of contempt where a court issues an order and the party to whom the order applies fails to comply was fairly obvious. The Constitutional Court said, Mr. Zuma, you should go to the State Capture Commission by such and such a date and you should supply affidavits. And such and such a date came and not only did former President Zuma not go to the commission, that's beyond dispute, but he also issued public statements, the court said, 
which showed his attitude of contempt, not only for the order, but for the court itself. And he impugned the credibility of the court in defying the order. And that's why the applicants, in other words, the State Capture Commission said that there were elements, both elements of contempt. What did the Constitutional Court find today? The majority judgment said that it had no option but to find that in fact, former President Zuma had committed the crime of contempt in that he failed to comply with the court's original order. So on question one, does the court have jurisdiction to hear this? The Constitutional Court said yes. On question two, did former President Zuma commit contempt? The court said yes. And that leaves us now with our third question. The Cizwe Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. So the third question is, what is the scale of the punishment that is appropriate once it's been established that the court has jurisdiction and that the crime of contempt has been committed? And here the State Capture Commission implored the court to issue not only a sentence, but a custodial sentence. This means a sentence that includes imprisonment, custody. And they said that it should be for two years. Now let's look at some of the other options that were available. For example, the court could impose a suspended sentence, which would have meant that they say you will go to jail unless you go to the State Capture Commission. That was one thing that was raised in argument. And the commission said, no, we don't want a suspended sentence because we already know former President Zuma has no intention of going to the, committee, uh, the commission. He's already said he won't. We've tried on multiple occasions, so we think a suspended sentence will not be an effective remedy. In other words, it won't work. Another option um, of punishment was a sentence um, which might be uh, less than two years. So, for example, the court could say, okay, we agree there should be an, a non-suspended jail sentence, basically, but we don't believe that it should be two years. We think that's egregious. We think that's excessive. The other thing the court could have done, which was in its power to do, was impose a fine. And again, justices of the court raised this in oral argument, and uh, the State Capture Commission's counsel said, well, Advocate Mukatobi said, we think that a fine would not give due gravity to the constitutional breach that has occurred. And he said that it would reduce the grave constitutional breach here into a mere money exchange. So he said that the punishment had to show due regard for the weight of the contempt and its negative and dissuasive impact on advocacy for the rule of law. What did the court ultimately decide in its majority today, as I record? The court decided that a custodial or a jail sentence was necessary. It said it shouldn't be suspended, so it could be immediate. By the way, if anyone's watching and they have any factual uh, disputes with the way that I've presented this, please comment down below because I'm doing this very soon after and it's always good to sharpen the understanding so 
any legal experts, constitutional experts, always keen to hear your, your thoughts down below in the comments. Um, and I'll certainly update the description if there's anything else that you need to, to know. So the court has said that effectively the president should go to, to jail, that the, spen the, the sentence shouldn't be suspended because that would be futile. Where they disagreed with the State Capture Commission was they said that two years is excessive, but they said a period of nearly two years, actually, um, 15 months, well, not nearly two years, just over a year, 15 months would be appropriate. So the only place they basically disagreed with the State Capture Commission's submissions was in the length of the sentence, which they reduced from two years on the submission of the State Capture Commission to 15 months, so a year and three months. So let's think about what this means going forward, just briefly. The Ciso Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. Okay, in this part, part four, just a few of the implications. The first thing you may be asking is, is there any legal recourse? Is there any other option? To the best of my knowledge, as I sit here right now, because the Constitutional Court is the apex court, because of the supremacy of the Constitution and because of the privileged position of the Constitutional Court in being the court of last uh, instance and first instance in this case, President Zuma has run out of legal options and this decision is final. So there's no legal route um, that I'm aware of um, that would allow for an appeal, for example. Um, that, I think, would settle the legal question as to whether there is anything further from this point, um, to the best of my knowledge at the moment. But of course, various political consequences will flow from this. And I don't want to get into that in this video, because uh, I could do another video about that if you want. And this video is really just an explainer, but a few things to consider. There will be consequences internally within the ANC because this could well tear the party apart uh, at a time when unity remains elusive. There will be wider political con uh, consequences for our broader constitutional democracy, whether in fact the judgment is accepted or not, and the extent to which further uh, uh, attacks on the constitutional court um, will continue as a result of this judgment. As I say, at the time of recording, which is just after the majority judgment, I'm not aware yet of any reactions or responses, but that will be important to watch. And then the question of public opinion will be key here, because ultimately the Constitutional Court, like all courts, relies on its moral authority for its legitimacy. And so the extent to which this judgment will be accepted and the extent to which this judgment sets binding precedent on future politicians after we're all gone and all the justices of the Constitutional Court are all gone will in many ways be determined by what the public does. And so the court was keen to say that we rely on moral authority. We believe that this decision ultimately vindicates the rule of law and the institutions which uphold it. And now we sit back as a country and we, we see what will flow. On this channel, I'll try and analyze that, maybe with some guests, maybe with some future analysis, but those are the kinds of things 
that we need to bear in mind going forward. Please comment down below if you have any thoughts, comments, disagreements, agreements. How do you feel um, about what is certainly a landmark judgment and a landmark moment in our politics? Fiat justitia ruat chalem is what the Constitutional Court said today. Let justice be done, though the heavens may fall. Ayeye. The Caesar and Wolf Welsh Experience Podcast. Ayeye. Ayeye. Ayeye.